Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And we coming from our basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome into another episode of the Podcastianos. I am Jordan Hall, and I'm joined as always by our show's very own numerologist. It's Mr. Eric Wayne. Eric, on a 20 to 80, how are you feeling tonight? Always 80. Even if I have to fake it for some scouts, always 80. Right. Got to get that, you know, got to get that eyewash in. Uh, you got to, you know, put up, uh, got to have a lot of that want to, you know. <laughs> I don't know that I'm an 80 in any aspect of my life. Hey, you, just, you, you don't have to be an 80. You just got to fake it and make other people think you are. That's the trick. Uh, so the big news in Tiger Town today was obviously uh, the number retirement ceremony for new Hall of Famer Jack Morris. I saw a couple people on Tiger's Twitter who were going. Uh, what kind of excitement level did this draw for you? You know, I feel like we covered this a little bit on a, pa- a past podcast. I'm not a big Jack Morris guy. I was a little too late along to really experience him. I remember him with the Twins. And as a broadcaster and as a baseball thinker, meaning like what his philosophy is. I'm always kind of eh about Jack Morris. So that carried over and I'm still kind of eh. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I've poo pooed him a little bit too. Um, as you know, one of the tigers legends. Cause like you say, he was so far before my time. Um, but I, I was on his baseball reference page. Like he was a very pretty good player for the tigers. <laughs> is he um, a hall of famer? I mean, he hall is of fame. Good. He is a hall of famer. 198 yeah. wins. Couldn't quite get to 200. This is just for the Tigers. Um, okay. 1,980 strikeouts. Couldn't quite get to 2,000. Um, high high three ERA, um, but nine seasons or of more than 200 innings pitched. Like those are pretty good numbers. How many Tigers uh, or how many players on the 2013 Tigers were better than Jack Morris? How many pitchers? As far as pitchers, probably all of yeah. them. I mean, just in terms of pure ability, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. No, like, well, at, by the time we're all said and done, could the Tigers have had four pitchers on that team, all of whom will have better careers than Jack Morris? Who's? I, I mean, most definitely. Who would you say is not in that group? 
Um, Sanchez. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I was thinking too. But but I'm, he's he's good too. But Verlander, Scherzer, Price for sure. Yeah, Por- those, Porcello those probably. Are, I mean, he's Porcello, he's going to win a lot of games over the next five years in Boston. Yeah, I mean, if Porcello had a Jack Morris like career, would that surprise you? No. But I know some some old man is listening to this right now and he's get he's getting huffy. He's getting his dander <laughs> up and he's saying, Well, Jack Morris is a winner. He's got the will you know, he's got the the will to win. And I would say Oh, stop it. So for that person, we don't give him the Twitter uh, addresses or the email addresses. We actually give him our literal addresses so that he can write us an angry letter. No, it's going to come by with a pickup and find you alongside the road someplace. Hall. So like you said, you like we think of him as as a twin a lot, but um, he was only with the twin for twins for a year. Um, He's obviously spent some time broadcasting there and with the but he won a World Series that year, right? I don't know. I was like four. I think I think that's the year they won the World Series. It just seems kind of important. It's interesting. Like he threw 240 innings in 1984, and yet, I mean, for us big big Tigers fans, not super old, but I mean, we're we're not children. Like he just isn't for me one of the all time Tigers, and I just think that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll get I'll get more excited about travel. Yeah, for sure. I, I really will. Uh, brings us to this week's leadoff question. If you were commissioned to choose the next Tiger to have their number retired, who would you pick? Luke Baconin. <laughs> I'd love to see Lupu's face during that ceremony. Yeah, I mean, I think he'd I think he'd take it in stride. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the answer is going the the real answer is going to be Trammell. Well, I mean, I, I didn't mean literally as in, I mean, there clearly is a ceremony, you know, scheduled for him. I was meaning right on that one. Um, or the intern who created this content. Obviously, it's not just me coming up with all these questions. Cabrera will get his. Verlander will get his definitely. at some point. Probably, probably Scherzer, I mean, too. Maybe, yeah. Although he, I mean, he probably is going to go on to have a better career with Washington than he has with has had with us. Just, yeah, just, I think you're right. Um, I think those. Um, I think those are the people. I can't believe you didn't I mean, go, Phil. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. Um, Leland, does Leland get some more love at some point from us? Yes, that's that's a, that's a great call. He absolutely. I don't know. I don't know necessarily that he should. He did resurrect the franchise and take us to two World Series. Maybe. I don't think he's going to get his name on the wall, though, do you? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, in the Tigers' managerial pantheon, I mean, he's got to be what, number two? Yeah. Cabrera's going to get a straight-up statue. Oh, for sure. And he absolutely should. I mean, yes. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, I went with Donnie. Like, nobody should ever wear 32 <laughs> again. Um, there's There's been nobody like Donnie before. There could, nobody, there could not be anyone like Donnie after. Um, I mean, in many ways, for our generation of Tigers fans, he's a legend. Maybe not for the typical baseball reasons, but Donnie's a legend. He brought us to whole new levels of wholesomeness. Yeah. And for, and for the Huffy fan we were referring to earlier, I don't actually think we should retire Donnie's number. And I don't actually think he's a Tigers legend. Let me tell you, people have been a little ornery on the Internet and stuff. I don't know if it's losing or maybe it's just people. Maybe I'm being 
bad at it, but people have like come and added me. It's just like, dude, dude, you're kind of ornery. I'm just like, hey, just having fun making jokes here, people. Relax. Are you insinuating oh. that there was once a time on the internet where people weren't ornery? It seemed to be a little better when, like, before in the good old days. <laughs> Well, we'll go there. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, uh, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino four. Facebook dot com backslash Podcastianos. Uh, Podcastianos at gmail dot com. And we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. And we have a review for this from this week. Um, it's from Zach Isaacs. Um, it came in on Wednesday, uh, five stars, and it's titled "Great for Tigers Lovers." Here is the review. I love. Oh, I this thought show. that was it. There's more. Oh, that's the t- that's the it. title. Yeah, there's there's a there's body to the to the <laughs> message. Um, wow, I love this show. Different. Just picked it up over the past couple months because the baseball is bland, but the podcast has plenty of seasoning. Oh, a little culinary oh, metaphor spicy. there. Uh, I'm spicy. Oh, jeez. Uh, this podcast is good for those uh, who aren't even Tigers fans because you can hear about what Hall sees on the side of the road and what Eric does on vacation. Plus, who doesn't love Blaine Artie? A good, that's a good no. point. I don't think. How could Blaine have any enemies? I mean, I don't, I don't think you would. I mean, just just as World of Warcraft online, like you know, rivals. <laughs> right. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, He's... I uh, I ordered a Blaine Hardy jersey. Finally came in. I'm super excited about it. A shirt or an honest to goodness jersey? It, it's an honest to goodness jersey. I I purchased it from, shall we say, overseas, so it didn't cost um, what a typical Tigers jersey would. But it's pretty legit. It's a little big on me, but it's pretty legit for purchasing it from where I purchased it. I mean, do, would it fool the normal person? It would. It absolutely would. Or like, yeah. oh, this is from China. Even China. if it doesn't, I don't care. I don't have eighty bucks to drop on a jersey. I have twenty. I mean, it is a. It was a. You know, it's t. It was t-shirt cost. I, I'm all about that. Wow, I, I can't believe you're just you know taking advantage of. Of, of the of club who? like this, of the club, not yeah. official. Yeah, not officially licensed. Oh man, we're gonna get phone calls from the brass. If, like... if Chris Illich wants to come take it off my back <laughs> next time I'm at Comerica, then he can feel free. You're gonna get knockoff Little Caesars next. Come on, <laughs> what could possibly be worse than Little Caesars? Like <laughs> knockoff Little Caesars is probably better. <laughs> Good point. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Giannos. So as we promised on Twitter, um, this will be an almost listener question only show. Um, as many of you may be aware, uh, the Tigers have not been very hashtag good. Um, and quite frankly, as difficult as it is to watch them, I'd imagine breaking down the performances would even be more soul crushing. Yeah, we're not going to go inning by inning. And, anymore uh, we're, we're there, done with that yeah there's a lot of resources you can find if you're interested in like game by game recaps and catching up i would recommend dan dickerson's twitter feed oh, he, I, he I recaps gonna, every game i thought you were gonna say oh. you recommend getting a life <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I, I recommend you go for a walk and get some ice cream or something no dan dickerson's good uh, you know, and there's plenty of other beat writers who'd be happy to have your eyeballs and clicks, but we're not going to break it down game by game. Overarching view here is we've had trouble scoring some runs. Yes, that that would be a good summation of the last, what, two years? 
specifically the last couple of weeks. Um, so but we had what a how many game losing streak in there? Let's see, fourteen, uh, I think it was. Well, yeah, with that one. But recently we've had so we were six straight losses on the West Coast before winning two out of three against the Twins. That's what happened. Um, so first of all, Tigers this week moved Mike Fires gone to Oakland for two players to be named later or the mysterious cash option. I got to tell you, Eric, not knowing who it is is absolutely killing me. Like, I don't I don't even know that I care who it is. I just want to know. It's because you want to Google them. Exactly. I want to see where they are on MLB Pipeline. Right. I mean, they're going to be two A-level players. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, there's so, there's one. Um, I think he was like their their 2018 third round draft pick. Who was a shortstop, played a lot of games in college. Seemed like a really um, get this glove first with a questionable <laughs> bat um, shortstop. That I'd love to see it be him. Just to you know put him in the system, see what develops. Um, but you know, like we said, we have we have no idea. Do you have any idea when we'll know? Is it an after the season kind of deal? maybe i you see i don't get the um mechanics of this exactly even the cash piece of it is like just in case one of these two guys gets hurt or something like that you can take the cash the tigers really want the players but the cash option is like a security policy in case something happens to one of them i guess that's I what i was I'm... corrected on twitter saying that they don't do the whole like if they drafted them in 2018 they can't be traded for till the end of the year or whatever right. they and don't apparently they don't do that anymore that's not a problem anymore. Um, um, so why wouldn't they announce it and switch them over? Just because they want to let them play the rest of the year with their current club? or I guess. I, I don't know. Um, if if any of you guys have any, any insight into that, let us know. Um, Tiger Twitter kind of just assumes that we're going to get hosed in this deal, um, which, first of all, I think is kind of a fallacy because um, – it's Mike Fires. Like, let's not let's not get carried away. Yeah. Pretty much any return is a halfway decent one. Why do right. we have this this overriding pessimism? Like, Alavila has done halfway decent in his returns on some of these guys. Why do we just immediately think we're going to get screwed? No, I, I think it'll be fine. From so my understanding, just to follow up on this a little bit, is the Tigers have like a list of guys. It might be five or six guys, and they can choose anybody on that list. So maybe why they're waiting is because they have the rights to see these guys play for a little longer. I think that might be part of it, and then they can decide at a at a later date which one of the which one of the five or six guys they want. So that's actually a good thing for us. I would think so. Yeah, okay. I think that's how I think that's how it works. But no, I don't. I don't think we're gonna. Get- we're not going to get screwed here. I mean, like you said, it's Mike Fires. We picked we picked him up at the beginning of the year on a on a whim, yeah, not basically. a whim, but no, a little ba- bit of a whim. A yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. It was a little bit of a reclamation project. I mean, and he was strong, and we got a good and we got a return a return of some sort for him. So it's good business. How do you think the, as they say in soccer? <laughs> how do you think the good business there the return? changed um from waiting past the non-waiver deadline do you think that affected anything um i think it gave them more time to hone in on their list and get the a's to play a little bit more ball with them and and you know sometimes these deals just take time i think that's the main issue um, so like we said before, we dropped four of six this week and currently sit 20 games below 500. Um, we have the sixth worst record in baseball and are only two games out, so to speak. I, I don't know exactly how you'd refer to that from the number right. four pick. Um, I mean, we're pretty pretty soundly in team tank at this point. 
Yeah, and I expect more of a slide, don't you? Yeah. I, Towards the bottom. I mean, running. we ran Jacob Turner out there. Like, let that sink yeah. in. That dude... And it was funny. I, I think Beck Not tweeted good. this, um, that it was 10 years after he was drafted and he was still the youngest member of the current rotation, which I thought <laughs> was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so Jacob Turner obviously was Team Tank. Uh, Zach McAllister's up. Yeah, I saw we obtained him. It's kind of a little bit interesting he's had some success with the indians that's the exact kind of move that you want the tigers to make though just like picking up possible reclamation projects yeah i think i think evan said that this isn't getting a head start on the 2019 bullpen this is i don't think there is an option to bring him back in the you know for the, for next year but okay give him some run i mean i guess you're saving bullets and from some of the other some of the other arms yeah, yeah. I got and no i'm sure that in I don't know how that works, but I mean, he's, he's not going to make a big salary and, you know, okay. So maybe he finds something with, uh, Anderson as the pitching coach and they make a little bit of a bond and okay. Even if he doesn't break out, you see a little bit and maybe you can bring him back on a one year deal. You learn something about, you know, there's all this kind of stuff to have some, you know, another big league pitcher in there. You can get to know, I don't know. It's probably good. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sunshining this big time. <laughs> and he's he's not worse than Jacob Turner. Like oh, we all had the highest of hopes for Jacob Turner when he came in. Um dude A is not very good and like he's had a, enough chances in enough places. Like we can just close the the book on this dude. He is actually bad. Yeah, um, he can that... he can be with the Mud Hens or whatever. That's fine. Sure. He, keep him in the stable. Just maybe a few barns down. It's fine. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so let's move on to the questions. Um, Tigers baseball has been bad, but baseball in general and life kind of more widely are both good things. Like, let's boost our collective moods, um, have some fun. All right, are you ready for the questions? Yes. The first one comes in from DJ Sobish. Um, I'm curious if this is like a wiki wiki DJ or um, it's just his first name or first, uh, you know, just the initials DJ. No, I, I'm sure he spins records in the weekends. Okay. Have I had? My, have we discussed how I'm not convinced that there's anything more to being a DJ than just like an aux cord and, and a playlist on iTunes? It's because you d you diminish everybody's profession. You know, show show a little esteem for the music makers. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I, I respect the uns, 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 etc. Um, anyway, he says, how hard is it to generate questions for a mid-level podcast dedicated to a baseball team 20 games below 500? Wait, did you, he just call us mid-level? <laughs> Thank you! That's so nice of you. Thanks. 
Wow. Mid-level. Bit of a dig. So generous. Wow. To be fair, DJ, it is... Mr. DJ, I don't, I don't know how to how to address somebody of that profession. Um, we get about, you know, CD. Yeah, yeah, we we get enough questions. I mean, good enough. It's fine. Just none of them are about the Tigers anymore, which, <laughs> to be fair, is is what we're going for. Um, okay, so the next one is from one of my good friends, Austin Janess at Austin underscore Janess. He has a, a tier system for fast food, and I kind of want we've we've discussed this in person many times, and I kind of wanted to get your takes on this because. I just feel like you're um, you're somebody who could get invested in this kind of thing and, and really help us flesh it out. Um, so the tenets of each tier are cost, quality, and speed. So your bottom okay. tier, McDonald's, Burger King, etc. Cheap cost, low quality, fast. Does that, does that make okay. sense? Sure, the, yes. The medium tier, which would be like a Wendy's or a Jimmy John's, still relatively okay. low cost, better quality, and despite listing Jimmy John's here, kind of medium speed. Um, yes. You know, Wendy's is, Wendy's takes a little bit longer than than McDonald's. Generally worth the, you know, worth the wait. But um, and then the last one would be, um, you know, higher cost, higher quality and then borderline slow, but slower certainly than the other ones, which would be like Culver's and Chick-fil-A. Can you get behind this? So is there I'm imagining even a, a fourth tier of like um, five guys, Chipotle, uh, Panera. I mean, so are you are they putting, in third? I mean, are, those, are you putting them in a higher tier? Is it is it higher yeah, quality still than Culver's and Chick Fil A? I feel like that those are all kind of in the same range. I feel. I mean, Culver's and Chick Fil A to me is still like fast food. Really, but like, I feel like Chipotle and even like Five Guys is kind of you don't drive through at Five Guys. You got you have to go in. That's true. Availability Same of, thing of a drive-thru certainly lowers the tier. Yeah, so maybe it doesn't even count as fast food. Because Chipotle, you can't – you have to go in. But Subway doesn't but always so, have a drive-thru yeah, and Subway's and Subway fast food. Subway is like bottom tier oh, to me. Def- definitely. And that's the thing about the tiers. It's like each of the tiers have their purpose. Like sometimes yes. you just want to go to Taco Bell and you want cheap, you want fast. Like um, uh, I think the burrito places are interesting. You – where do you come down, like Chipotle, Cadoba, and have you been to Moe's? I've not been to Moe's. Oh, um, I'm, I'm a fan the, of all. Moe's is the burrito goat. You have two of them down there in Grand Rapids. You need to go there. It is the burrito it's, goat for sure. Every time I see the Moe's logo, I'm like, oh, Jordan would want me to stop. And then I he does. Oh, I can't pass him without thinking of you, Hall. That's, that's good. I'm glad I'm somewhere in that that crawl of yours. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I'm a fan of those. I mean, you get a lot. You pay a little bit more, but you get a ton of food. Really. Yes. I told and it's you, delicious. I t- have I told you the story about when we were in Cadoba and Traverse City? No. Just It was just the, the other day um, we were in there, and the guy in front of me, I don't know, mid-40s, probably a little younger than you. Boom. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he steps up, and he's, like, going over the menu, and he has the girl behind the counter explain to him what a quesadilla is. Yeah, how do you become a grown man in this country without knowing such a thing? I don't think you can be considered a grown man anymore. I think you're just going to go back to being a large child. Like yeah. it's it's a shell and cheese. That's a quesadilla. Like you have to be pretty far removed from society. You, you would know? certainly think so. Um now you listed Panera. I don't know. I don't know that Panera is a step above Culver's. Or certainly not above Chick Panera is chick food. 
I, I like Panera. Of course, of course you do. You fancy downstate <laughs> boy. What, what do you get at Panera? Panera is straight up chick like, food. Like a sandwich and, a, and some a salad or soup. I mean, it has to and be a, a coffee. Lunch they place, have right? like baked goods and stuff. That's good too. You, it's fine. A man cannot go to Panera and have dinner like that that is just not possible yeah it's not no it's a lunch thing it's not a dinner okay for for lunch where is this going so yes i i affirm the tier structure is there a question or is that no i was just curious what your take on on it was no i think that's pretty realistic i would add a fourth quality quick service tier as well and then i think you've pretty much encapsulated it yeah and that would be your places without drive-thrus yeah yeah all right. I feel like we've made progress in this thing. <laughs> I've got that covered good. All right. Let's move on. Um, the next one, uh, at Evan underscore C underscore Kennedy. Uh, what is the best jelly for a PB&J? Oh, I- I'm not a grape guy. I don't like the mm-hmm. grape. I, I want str- I want strawberry, but not strawberry preserves. I want strawberry jam, but without, like, big chunks. So you want it sugared. As opposed to yeah, just straight yeah. up bits of strawberry. Yeah. No, I, I, I want it. I don't want like strawberry jelly. Like I want it a little. Yeah. I want just like strawberry jam. I, I'd agree with that. I would say that's strawberry probably strawberry the... jam. That's the best. Because like. Good. Great. Grape isn't doing it for me. Um, so sometimes we'll get blackberry. That's pretty good. I don't know. I've never had it. blackberry. That sounds good, it's, though. It's big in Guatemala. Like. If you look at the middle shelf in Guatemala, you'll see mora, which is like blackberries, and you'll get blackberry jam. But I feel in the U.S. it's it's more bottom shelf. All right. Um, the next one comes from Bradley Moyer. He wants your opinion oh, on mar- marmalade is trash. Can we agree to that? What, what is marmalade? It's just like hoity-toity jelly, right? It's more like orange, like. Like orange marmalade, I think it's just they gelatinize some oranges and put sugar with it. I don't want orange. It's like, it's like okay. Anyway, orange is trash. Um, Bradley Moyer wants your opinion on Space Force! Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> I'm not going to get started on Space Force. It's pass. Our best. All right. Um, uh, Dropkick Hoonigan. He asks us uh, two parter: pudding versus moose. Oh, I like pudding. I mean, I get that mousse is fluffier. It's like whipped. But I'm a simple man. I just like the pudding. That's good. In a more real sense, are pudding and mousse actually different things? Yeah. Let's just be honest. They're the the same thing. Here, here's what you need to do is you make a parfait. You put the pudding at the bottom. It's like a tequila sunrise of desserts, okay? You get the different viscosities layered up. Don't look (laughs) at me like that. (laughs) You get the pudding on the bottom, and then you go the mousse, and then you go with the the whipped cream on top. You know, you just give yourself a nice nice tequila sunrise of desserts, so it's nice layered. All right. The second part, Cool Whip or Whipped Cream? Oh, whipped cream is far superior, but I think most people just understand, like, Cool Whip is, okay, that's whipped cream. It's fine. Yeah, also, like, you can buy Cool Whip. You don't have to make Cool Whip, which is, you know, obviously yes. Whitney is the queen of desserts. Like, she makes she makes desserts for us all the time. But if I were living alone, I wouldn't even know the, the how to begin to make whipped cream. I would just right. purchase cool. cool Whip. Cool Whip is non-dairy. It's made out of, like, vegetable oil. Oh, so it's vegan. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't even know if you can buy real whipped cream in a tub. 
like they serve Cool Whip. But you can get whipped cream in like the aerosol. That's pretty good. The we- real whipped cream in an aerosol can is is pretty. I mean, anything good. aerosol is terrible for the environment. But I mean, if you don't care about Mother Earth, then... and you, there's nothing better than tipping your mouth back and just you know pushing that little nozzle over. <laughs> Right into your mouth is so good. That's actually yeah, excellent so. sound effects. I should, yeah, I should. I don't actually have a can of whipped cream here with me. I should cut that out and we can just drop that in shows kind of intermittently. I'm not yeah. going to do that. Um, at underscore Ryan Kraus, which is an interesting way for. Oh, my laundry's done. Did you hear that? <laughs> for it to have clean clothes. Of course, you're doing laundry. You need a clean pair of jeans every day. <laughs> Um, anyway, Ryan Krause asks us, does Mike Trout's wrist stop him from being the best player to ever play the game uh, and keep him from winning the MVP? Do you have an update on this? I know he's he, out. He just hit but... the DL with, with the wrist injury. How long? Do you, I mean, eh. I to me, I'm a, I'm a Trout guy. Like, if you ask me who's the best player in baseball, I, I, I really don't want to hear the Mookie Betts thing. It's For me, it's always Trout. Oh, for sure. Oh. And, and we actually... Um, at carry underscore 55 underscore he says that he doesn't like boston but bets might overtake him now the thing about mookie is mookie's like 25 already and this is his what second full year of being amazing like if he does this for another five six seven years then yeah sure then he's, we can he's on trump's le- or he's on trout's level <laughs> <laughs> too much space force um but i mean trout has been like not even close to, but far and away the best player in the game for a very, very long time now. Um, Remember when Cabrera won the MVP and it was cl- and Trout was right there with him. That seems like forever ago. It was the year but, year he won the Triple Crown, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he he. I'm I'm almost positive when I in, in saying that I don't think he led the American League in WAR that year. Mike Trout, despite Mark, yep. That, that's a, why. Which is nuts. That's why I made a um like a uh a parody triple crown logo where it said mike trout single crown war and that was that was it but you know we kind of made fun of him because we were all cabrera fans and we wanted cabrera to win but like trout was probably just as good i mean he was that he was amazing and he still seems to be getting better i mean like you like the ryan says here the only thing stopping him from being is the wrist which you know does the I don't know. Wrist, wrist heal. You like, got another one. There's yet two. And even if he has a 75% wrist for the rest of his career, he'll probably still be at a higher level than anyone else in baseball. I kind of think. I think if, if he, he is, stops playing, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. How would he not be? <laughs> I, I think he is. If he, he played no more games, he's like, what, 27? 28? Something like that. I should look it up. He is, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he just turned twenty-seven because he's number twenty-seven, and they made a big deal about that. Jeez, the guy's a stud. Yeah, um, Lawn Steakball, uh, that's the Twitter name. Asked, where do you rank Jack oh, yeah. Morris's stash, as in mustache, on the list of all-time Tiger stashes? Tom Brookins is the gold standard. Does Morris top Dave Bergman for number two? That's a that's a pretty good good breakdown. Lawn Steakball, good job. I think it's accurate. Brookins is pretty pretty darn good. How do you factor Todd Jones into it? Because he had a pretty quality stash, but it, it led into other things too. Yeah, I mean, you got to just straight stash. Okay, I suppose. I was I wasn't exactly sure how we. Were uh, Tom Selleck, does that count? You know, he always wore the Tigers cap. That's a grade A stash. 
Magnum PI. Some might even say legendary. Even even I know who that is and understand the stash, wow. despite the fact yep. that he was, you know, from well before I was born. Yes. S- sad commentary. I know him more from friends than I do from anything else that he's done. That is pretty sad. Uh, Zach McCurdy asks, big debate in our house at the moment. Best type of homemade cookies. I'm a simple chocolate chip man. My wife wants oatmeal chocolate chip. Get out of here with that oatmeal. Yeah, what you're you're eating a make you're making and eating a cookie. Don't put anything healthy in there. You're ruining the whole cookie. What you are you gonna drop some raisins in there next? No, stop it. You 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 need to make chocolate chip cookies are are great. Yeah, that's like, that's fine. It's like putting kale and all of the vegetables on a pizza. You're eating pizza. Like there's nothing you can do to fix that. Just yeah. just eat the pizza. Just eat, eat the cookies. A, eat a delicious pizza and then have a little salad on the side, right? Or, or just it's, don't. Just eat pizza and don't worry about it. Oh, right. If you're being healthy, don't eat the pizza because it's pizza. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. There is. I mean, there's almost nothing better in life than just a good classic chocolate chip cookie. I'm a I'm a big cookie guy. Mm-hmm. That's probably my number one. Pizza, cookies, okay. chicken tenders. Those are probably my three favorite foods. Where are you going next for a cookie? If you if you, they don't have chocolate chip, where are you going next? Do you do the white chocolate macadamia? I could do that. Subway this has, is, a, has a white chocolate raspberry that's pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's like a common one. But don't Snickerdoodle? Give, don't give me oatmeal raisin. That is, no. that is straight trash. Um, I'm, they have kind of like the monster cookies that have a little bit of nuts and I think a couple different kinds of chocolates. Feels a little yeah, busy for my taste. Where do you land on sugar cookies? I like sugar cookies, especially around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But all the time, let's be honest. Is Snickerdoodle a fancy sugar cookie or is it something else completely? Are you familiar I, with I sugar? Think, yeah, I think it's like a tricked, tricked out sugar cookie. Yeah, I, the, the, it's kind of a misnomer because Snickerdoodle does not have Snickers in it, which is I mean, very could. misleading. That, that, would, that would improve it. A snicker snicker doodle. <laughs> um, our buddy Jacob Skronik has two questions for us. One actually was from several weeks ago that somehow I missed, but it's a good one. Um, talk about more players you hate irrationally. Oh, I, I just thought about it for like a couple moments and I came up with some. Um, Nafi Perez. We got him <laughs> in a trade from the Cubs and he, he was awful. And every time I bring him up, because I hated him so much, everybody says, oh, he had that great play to save Verlander's no-hitter. Like, yeah, maybe somebody else would have done that if they were playing, but we had to deal with freaking Nafi Perez. He says, no, he's got a weird misshapen head, and I never liked him. And he was kind of, um, kind of fat, too, for, for a big league player. Uh, Jose Veras, I never liked him. Joe Truth. How did you? How did you have an opinion on Jose Veras? I don't. Know, I just never thought we should. We should have gotten him. All right, I guess that's fair. The my all time least favorite is Roman Cologne. I have to hear. Do you this know story. who that is? Huh? Uh, he came in the trade. He came with, from the Braves, right? With the Braves, with Zach Miner, and he was just a jerk and then um matt sussman could probably tell you the story better than i can but he got into a fight with a guy in triple a in the locker room and like broke his hand and ended some other uh, it broke some and ended some other kid's career i think so roman alone was a excuse me notorious hothead and was just a jerk he's the worst i actually didn't have any i didn't write down any tigers i don't i didn't particularly like bruce rondone 
um, mm-hmm. yeah. the usual reasons. Uh, it seems like the majority of the other guys I have are just division rivals. I don't like Kipnis. I think he's kind of a tool. Oh, I thought they meant Tigers. Sorry. Oh, I, Kipnis? I'm not sure. Um, all of the various uh, former uh, royal douchebags, Hosmer, Sal Perez, Alex Gordon, Moustakis, can't stand any of them. Um, I and, never liked Kyle Farnsworth. We had him for a while. I still didn't like so, him. So did just about every other team in baseball. Um, Nelson Cruz, Luke Scott. Um, you know, Przezinski. Everybody seemed to hate Przezinski. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't really like the majority of like power hitting lefty first baseman. It's just kind <laughs> of a general tier of, of players that I don't specifically like. I don't. I don't know. I can't tell you why. Hence the there irrationality. All right. His second question is: If you're sitting in uh, parking lot traffic, is it acceptable to reverse off the highway to get to an exit ramp? Yeah, but I feel like you got to wait it out for a while. You know, to maybe maybe five, ten minutes, and then it's very clear you're not moving. Then I say go ahead and make the move. Now, what about trying to get yourself to, you know, like the the cut throughs to get back going the other direction that you're not supposed to use, that like, you know, official vehicles only? How do you feel about those? Yeah, I think they're um, in bounds, like, after you wait a while. Or if you get a report that, like, traffic up ahead or the road is shut down or whatever, that's the thing to do. Go ahead and, and reverse around, I'd say. All right. So you're telling people to break the law. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We're going yeah, go to get all kinds of correspondence this week. Um, yeah. Speaking of law breaking, at least I have officially licensed jerseys. I'm not I'm not reselling my officially licensed, unofficially licensed jersey. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to support Blaine. Um, our buddy Anthony Troya says, do you think uh, Nico stays around for the foreseeable future? I've enjoyed watching him grow a bit this year. Yeah, I mean, why not? What's his contract status? Uh, Here for a while. I believe that's the contract status. I mean, he's young enough uh, where he's got arbitration years and stuff coming up, right? So here's the thing with, with the Tigers right now is we just don't really have that many assets. Nico is pushing the definition of the phrase asset, but I would, at least as far as we go, I would consider him one of those. We're not going to ship him out for nothing. Like somebody has to play some of the positions next year. And honestly, at this point, it's going to be him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to find him. Where is he? Where are you, Nico? He's at the bottom because he doesn't make it. That's very true. (laughs) Uh, I can't. Find, oh, here he is, Nico. Uh, so he's making six hundred fifty thousand. That's a good living this year, but next year it literally does not say anything. It's just a blank. It does not say free agent. Um, that it doesn't even say arbitration or anything. So I don't know. It's like come on. It's like Cot got bored making the spreadsheet and just like screw it. Yeah, nobody's going <laughs> to Why am I Nico? why am I putting Nico Goodrum in here? Um our buddy Roger Castillo from the Sports Radio Detroit Tigers podcast. He asks, uh Premier League is back. What are some of your bold predictions? We did a couple of bold predictions uh last week, but now we have a, a week under our belt um to have seen some uh any any Newcastle hot takes? You know, I was actually my spirits were a bit buoyed by the performance against the Spur against Spurs. Um, they got a goal, and it was actually a very pretty goal that they had. It was. And and Spurs got an early kind of ugly one, and then they got a good one. But um, I think we'll hold our own. 
Um, I can't really, I'm not qualified to make any predictions about the rest of the league because I just watched Newcastle kind of like I couldn't give you any takes about the national league West. Like I, I, I really could, would not be able to tell you. That's fair. Um, yeah, I was, I was very surprised with how well you guys played against Spurs. Uh, that Hosselu goal was, it was actually sweet. I was like, Oh, wow. For, for Newcastle. Yeah. And everybody, all, all the Newcastle fans dog Hosselu because he's just, He's just kind of a good. stone out there. He's not very good. But that was beautifully deflected in. And then everybody's like, well, maybe he's good. I'm like, well, calm down. He Has there been one. any any update on, on Yedlin? He he went off during the game, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's a fairly significant injury. But it I, looked I bad. Have, yeah, I do not have an update. Like, people were, were um, saying farewell for a while. That might be something. Yeah. And we you know he's got some holes in his game but we used him i mean he started almost every game for us i was more more concerned about him as an american (laughs) more so than from a from a newcastle perspective he'll he'll be healed by the time americans play any consequential games by the by the 2022 world cup you think he'll be back well he yeah exactly he's going to be old too old by that point to start i imagine I don't know. My hot take is um, a lot of people have been dogging on on United, you know, Jose. Even I thought that the the meltdown had begun. I'll tell you what, I don't think we're going to be quite as bad as people think this year. I mean, clearly we're not catching City, but we might be able to to beat Liverpool for that second spot. There you I, go. I, I was very impressed with our with our first game. Um, it sh- it should have been a, a clean sheet, but you know. It happens. All right. Last one is from Brett Timmer. Um, he said, let's open uh, old wounds and talk about how many Tigers from the 2011 through 2014 core are now on contending teams yet could never put it together to bring a World Series Detroit. Even any ball is pitching well again. So I, I tried my hand at making a position by description, uh, a position by position team. So this would be the all X Tiger team. OK, this will be good. So maybe you can contribute. Um, so catcher is maybe the biggest point of weakness. I guess you could say Avila. He's on a contender, um, or, yeah. Or maybe Kurt Casale. I mean, We're, I don't, is, is Casale in the Reds? I, I think he's with the Reds We're, now. Is he with the Reds now? I don't know. Is there anybody else? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I, I would definitely say Avila is the choice there. Avila is the choice. Okay, so first base, I mean, Cabrera has kind of held that down. I guess you could say, I mean... And Prince Fielder's out of baseball. I guess he'd be the only other guy. Yeah, pretty much. first base, there's... So we haven't really lost a first baseman. Um, uh, Second base, Kinsler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shortstop, Suarez. Yeah, that's that's a big one. That's a big one. Uh, Third base, uh, Hernan Perez. Which he has had a far better career than I would have ever imagined. Would have yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. He hasn't had like a great career by any stretch since leaving. But right. I mean, I, I thought he was terrible when, when right. he left. I was I was good with the DFA. Um, so left field, we have Upton. Yeah. Um, center field, um, Mar- um, Martin. Yeah. 
I mean, Curtis. Curtis is. I mean, he played center for us. Austin. Curtis, yeah, Austin. But I would say, well, he's hurt now. But Martin. Um, yeah. Right do field, you know the story on that? It sounds super, super serious. Like it's yeah, been some very kind of intestinal issue, or yeah, they've been very vague. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, the answer is I don't know. Um, JD is playing right field. He's good. That's that's he's good. He's very um, good. Pitchers, okay. All of the ones so, you just mentioned. So the lineup is good, but the rotation is amazing. You would have Verlander, Scherzer, Porcello, Price, and Robbie Ray. Yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah, that Even, could win like you said, Sanchez is good too, but I mean Robbie Ray manages better. So in the bullpen, you have Fernando Rodney, um, Corey Knebel. And I think that's about it. I, mean, I don't could, think that's it. Hey, oh, yeah, just during the 2000s, because say Andrew Miller, but he obviously wasn't around for 2011 yes, through 2014. Yes, Andrew Miller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you scoop, were able to somehow scoop together all the former Tigers, like if we would have kept pieces and traded pieces differently, yes, we would have the super team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a $300 million payroll, too. But <laughs> and and the thing is, is like, you know, we talk about old wounds. Like, how did we not put a, a you know, win a World Series? And there's, you know, we a multitude of reasons for that. A lot of them start rhyme with ad Rossmus. Um, but <laughs> uh, we got to watch a lot of amazing players over that run yes. play really, really well. Um you know, obviously they didn't come through and win at all, but we got to see some really, really good baseball. And that's, you know, something that Pirates fans and Rays fans and uh, the Padres fans, like they, they didn't have that same experience. Like, they didn't get. Yeah, we, yep. we enjoyed a very healthy period of, of winning um, and hopefully we'll get back to it again. But until then, you know, we have those memories to look back on. Well said. Of Nelson Cruz crushing our soul year after year after year. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Let's move on to your beef of the week. All right. So this might be my most controversial beef of the week ever. Uh, And I caught some heat on Twitter about this. My beef of the week is this. I think s'mores are overrated. Are overrated. I'm not saying they're bad. I think people are buying into s'more culture a little too much. S'mores for me are uh, you get the marshmallow, even if it's roasted correctly, it's too sticky. You can't eat this thing without, you know, feeling you need to take a bath afterwards. It's stickiness (laughs) all over. And okay, so you're roasting your marshmallow to make a s'more. It's impossible to make these things turn out just right. Either they're igniting. And you're burning the s'more and you got to dump it Um, or, you know, you get ash kind of coming up on your on your marshmallow and you you taste that carbon on your food. No, no, thank you. And you get this mixed texture thing. So you get the cracker and the chocolate and you're biting. You need the tooth to get into the cracker and the chocolate and you're biting. Inevitably, that squishes the s'more, the s'more, the, the marshmallow. The marshmallow can't hold up under the tooth pressure. Of the bite needed. So you have just like this flattened mess. Yeah. And tell me this. If s'mores are so good, why are people constantly feeling the need to approve upon them? Right? (laughs) So like, oh, let's do it with Nutella. Let's do it with a peanut butter cup. Oh, you can do them this way. 
Oh, yeah, because you know why? Because they suck to start. <laughs> um, and, you know, you have a grouping of people and you say, oh, would you like a s'more? And pe- a lot of people will just be like, you know, just just give me the candy bar or <laughs> no, just give me the, the cracker or maybe just the marshmallow. And nobody wants the whole package of, of s'mores. So I, that, I, I completely agree. Yeah, that's good. That's that is a very well thought out take. Um, here's the deal. Graham, I'm getting crushed. I'm Graham, getting crushed. You absolutely shouldn't be because you you're correct. Graham crackers, not good. Marshmallows, raw or toasted, eh, they're they're fine. And the regular Hershey chocolate bar is the bottom of the candy bar yeah, barrel. I, I, like at least give me some dark chocolate. Yeah, like, I don't. Why, why are we taking all chocolate? these mediocre ingredients and putting them together to make a a combined, an effort filled, mediocre yes. dessert? Here's here's a shameful confession. I would rather eat a s'more pop tart than eating a s'more. I like, give me the pop tart. I probably agree. It's easy with you to there. eat. It's beautiful. Yeah. Whitney's... It's a lot of effort. You got sticky sticks when you're done. Yeah. And then you're, you got to clean them, kind of. People are like putting them in the fire until they burn and then, then running them in the sand. You know, just, kind of they get some clean, but it's you're never eating a clean s'more. That's, that's true. Yeah. Whitney's family dirt. always brings the, the Reese's peanut butter cups and they'll be like, yeah. do, you, do you want one? You know, a s'more. I'm like, no, I just want the peanut butter cups because that's yeah. actually a good dessert. Yeah, and then yeah. you don't have to have some dirty stick marshmallow on it with it. Yeah. That that is one of the your the beefs of the week that I've most agreed with. And the re- the rest of Twitter can suck it cuz you were correct. They I'm getting destroyed. All right. Um nothing on the side of the road this week, but I do have a name that tiger. Oh, this is fun. Okay, I'm ready. All right. First clue. That's I was cool. born January 26th, 1978 in Patterson, New Jersey. I know who it is. Is it a current tiger? No. Oh, it can is. I say who it is? Sure. Rick Porcello. No. Okay, that's good. I was Shoot. I was oh, very Oh, he's got he's younger than that. I was very concerned Patterson. that you were going to get it on the first place. The Patterson, where, New Jersey. Where he was born is actually extremely misleading. Okay. All right, keep going. Um, I made my major league debut for the Tigers on April 7, 2002, and it was with the club until 2004, like through 2004. 2002 through 2004. Uh, okay, okay. I'm at Miami-Dade Community College. I was both a baseball and track star running the 100-meter dash in 10.37 seconds. Nook Logan. Nope. Incorrect. I've, I think so... we've already done Nook anyway. Oh, yeah, we have. So he was a track star in Miami. Yes. <sighs> okay. I don't have it. I was called Detroit's leadoff hitter of the future by one Jason Beck in 2002. This is all from his Wikipedia page, by the way, because that's the extent of the research I do for this show. <laughs> uh, leadoff hitter of the future. That is a direct quote. 2002 through 2004 jock jones no he was later uh it's not it's not granderson he was born in chicago um lead off hitter of the oh um anderson Gork, no no Gorkus anderson. Uh, uh no not, uh, i'm talking i'm thinking of the kid uh from that we got from uh the kansas city the really fast white guy uh, who played center field. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. Next him. one. I hit my first career homer off MLB legend Jimmy Gobble and was once sent down to Toledo in favor of current uh, Astros manager AJ Hinch. Oh, this is this is a little before my wheelhouse. Um, this clue was mostly just to mention Jimmy Gobble, if we're being honest. I didn't think I'm it was trying actually trying to think of Tigers. You. Eric Munson that is in would, that era. That would be the right era. Yep. Uh, Inge was in that era. Um, gosh, who are those guys? Um, oh, crap. This is the lousy. I don't know. You're on the right track. Um, next one, unsigned through February in 2007, I called the Detroit Tigers and asked for a job. <laughs> Once again, that was more just funny than actually thinking it will help Ouch. you get this one. Um, so the, he was on the, the 2003 Stinker Tigers. That was the year they were awful, right? Yep. Um. I should know more of these guys, but I don't know. This next one should help you. I won a World Series with the Giants in 2010. 2010 World Series winner. Uh, not, not, I don't know. I can't, I don't know it. He's a center fielder, if this helps you. Was. And the last one, in 2012, Plan A Films produced a feature-length documentary about me titled Gigante, which dealt with my ADHD. Alexi... Alexis Sanchez? No. Alexis I don't, Gomez, I, don't... I think, was the it was Alexis. Gomez? But Alexis no, Gomez. Not, not him. Do you give up? Yeah, I give up. Andres Torres. Andres Torres. Now that you say the name, like I, I, I recognize it, but I, I would. It's a little early for me. I gotcha. wouldn't have known that. All right. All right. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. Um, we'd love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. And thanks everybody for for uh, sending in the questions for this week's show. Um, the baseball isn't great, so we're gonna we're gonna try and diversify how we how we do things from the for the rest of the season. Um, hopefully, we'll get some some guests on here shortly just to to spruce some things up, so we're not just talking we about Jacoby Jones getting our, hurt. We need to maintain our spicy reputation. Yeah. Uh, Eric, do you have anything else to say to the people before we get out of here? For the yeah, evening? I feel a little I feel a little bit stupid for guessing Porcello, uh, but I think he was from New Jersey. That's why. But yeah, I didn't I, think about the year enough. Yeah, because that he seventy eight that would make him like thirty nine, and Porcello's not that old. No, with the beard, he looks a lot more a lot more like a man, but he he's not thirty nine. Yeah, Andre Torres. Yeah. With that being said, we will catch you guys next week. And eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 